I stared into the vastness of the cosmos, the flickering stars offering little comfort in the cold embrace of space. The small battle-scarred starship I piloted had been built for war, and yet here I was, adrift and alone. I had chased my enemy into this uncharted sector, propelled by a thirst for vengeance. But my victory was not to be. My engines had faltered, leaving me stranded in the silent expanse. My radio emitted only static, a stark reminder of my isolation. I longed for the reassuring voices of my comrades or the stern directives of my commanding officer. Instead, I faced the void with only my thoughts as a company. As I floated aimlessly through the darkness, memories of my past began to surface. The day I had enlisted in Space Fleet was one of the proudest moments of my life. I had trained relentlessly, honing my skills and mastering the art of piloting this craft. I had been eager to defend my people, to bring honor to my family's name. The years of conflict had taken their toll, and my hands, once steady around the throttle, now trembled slightly as I stared into the vastness. My ship's life support systems hummed in the background, a constant reminder of the delicate balance that stood between me and the void. I monitored the readouts carefully, knowing that any change could spell disaster. The oxygen levels, fuel reserves, and power levels all demanded my attention, but my mind couldn't help but wander to thoughts of rescue. Would my fleet find me before the life support failed, or would I become another forgotten casualty in this endless war? I refused to give in to despair, choosing instead to focus on repairing my ship. It was an arduous task, as the engines had suffered considerable damage during the pursuit. I scavenged parts from non-essential systems, hoping to clobber together a makeshift solution that would get me back to my fleet. As I toiled away at the repairs, the radio continued to crackle with static. I prayed that one day it would come to life with a familiar voice, any familiar voice guiding me back to the world I had left behind. Until then, I would face the darkness as I clung to the hope that redemption and reunion lay somewhere among the stars. A sudden blip on the starship's quadrant display caught my attention, signaling the approach of another vessel. It moved slowly, almost cautiously, through the vast expanse of space. As I studied its trajectory, my mind raced with speculation. Could the enemy have reported my position after fleeing and sent back reinforcements to capture me? I hastily checked my star maps, attempting to analyze my location. I was adrift on the edge of enemy space in a region known as the Xyloth Expanse. Little was known about the area and the approaching craft could be anything friend or foe. Torn between my desire for contact and my need for self-preservation, I contemplated hailing the approaching craft. Ultimately, I decided against it, at least for now. I would let it come closer before hitting it with my short-range scans. Although my engines were broken, most of the other core essentials were functioning. It was a small comfort in an otherwise dire situation. As the mysterious vessel drew closer, I couldn't help but feel a flicker of hope. Perhaps this was a rescue mission sent by my fleet, a beacon of salvation in the endless night. 
but the cold grip of fear still lingered, reminding me of the ever-present threat posed by the Xyloth forces. Time seemed to crawl as I waited, my every nerve tingling with anticipation. Finally, the moment of truth arrived. The unknown craft was within range of my short range, and I initiated the scan, holding my breath as I awaited the results. The seconds stretched into an eternity, my heart pounding in my chest as I braced for the outcome. The scan results flickered onto my display, and I scrutinized them. With relief and a little trepidation, the approaching vessel was not of Xyloth origin, but neither did it belong to my own fleet. It was an enigma, a wild card in the game of life and death that I played. As the vessel drew closer, I knew I had to make a decision. To hail or not to hail. In this remote region of space, there were no guarantees, no assurances of safety. But one thing was certain, my fate was now intertwined with that of the mysterious craft, and the outcome of our encounter would shape the course of my journey through the stars. I decided to take the risk and hail the unknown ship, my voice echoing through the cold void. I repeated my messages several times, but there was no response. The vessel was now close enough to be visible on my display, a small speck in the distance that grew larger as it approached. As the unknown entity drew nearer, I realized that it was not like any ship I had ever seen. It was a biological entity, a lone organism that somehow survived a drift in the cosmos. The massive body was large and oval-shaped, encased in a rough, tough-looking skin that reminded me of a giant seed. From the rear of the seed-like form, extended a long white strand that rippled gently as it propelled the entity forward. There were no eyes or other discernible features, but its movement and composition suggested that it was a living being. The creature stopped about a mile from my ship, the long strand of its tail going limp. For almost a day, nothing happened. I grew increasingly frustrated with anticipation as the creature hovered there, stagnant in the distance. Why had it stopped? What had drawn it to me? A million questions raced through my mind as I stared at the strange being. Finally, something changed. A vibration began to emanate from the creature. My ship's instruments detected the waves as radiation first, raising concerns about potential harm, but as the vibration somehow managed to penetrate the vacuum of space and reached my vessel, I recognized the wavelength as sound. The creature was producing a sound that could travel through a vacuum. Fascinated by this discovery, I started recording the sound and taking meticulous notes on the phenomenon and the organism itself. The noise, however, did not cease. It continued for days on end a low, rumbling hum that began to wear on my sanity. The constant, unrelenting sound bore into my mind, its oppressive presence a constant reminder of the creature's proximity. As the days turned into weeks, the incessant hum consumed me. Sleep became elusive, and my thoughts were muddled by the omnipresent drone. I tried to block it out, but the sound was relentless, and my attempts to escape it proved futile. 
Desperation set in as I realized that my very sanity hung in the balance. I had to find a way to communicate with the creature to understand its purpose and perhaps convince it to leave me be. With every fiber of my being, I focused on studying the creature and its unusual melody, hoping to uncover some hidden meaning or pattern that would provide the key to understanding its intentions. The sound, steady in its rhythm, volume, and timbre, grew increasingly torturous. At first, I experienced migraines that escalated into bleeding from my ears. Desperate to escape the relentless noise, I attempted to restore power to any engine or thruster that could put distance between me and the creature. In a last-ditch effort, I ejected excess compartments, creating just enough force to slowly propel the ship away from the creature. However, my hope was short-lived as the organism matched the pace of my ship's new drift, continuing to emit the unbearable sound. The migraines and the bleeding from my ears turned soon into complete deafness. I could no longer hear the noise, but I could feel it vibrating, slowly breaking apart the ship around me. With each passing hour, it seemed as though another panel or bolt popped off, signaling the impending destruction of my starship. I realized that I was going to die, that the sound would eventually kill me and destroy the ship. Desperate for answers, I asked the ship's computer to extrapolate based on all the data I had collected and the damage sustained by the ship. The computer calculated that, within another week, at the current rate of decay, the ship and all organic matter inside would be reduced completely to dust or a fine paste. A grim theory formed in my mind. The creature must absorb this paste as a sort of nutrients, floating through the cosmos, slowly pulverizing abandoned vessels into a consumable substance capable of sustaining its existence. I faced the horrifying truth that I and my ship were to become a meal for the seed-like alien, a gelatinous pudding to fuel its slow, methodical trek across space. I stared at my reflection in one of the panels, my skin graying and my eyes hollow. Dried blood coated my ears, and fresh blood began to stream down from my eyes like tears. My vision began to blur, darkness encroaching upon me. As the end drew near, I couldn't help but marvel at the cruel beauty of the universe. A cosmic dance of life and death, of creation and destruction played out before me. I was but a small piece in an infinite tapestry, my fate intertwined with that of a strange, seed-like creature drifting through the endless void. In my final moments, I felt a strange sense of acceptance, a resignation to the inevitable. My story, like so many others, was coming to an end among the stars. <laughs>